The Distraction, hosted by former Deadspin writers Drew McGarry and David Roth, is a new sports podcast coming from Defector and Stitcher. Join the guys and their guests as they break down the week in sports while addressing their fair share of off-the-field issues. Whether it's discussing NBA players getting testy in the bubble, Bill Belichick cutting 80% of his roster just to keep himself interested, or horrifying takes from sports talk radio that need to be broken down, Drew and Roth are ready to serve you some hot sports action. But do stick around for a few extra distractions. You deserve them. Listen and subscribe to The Distraction, a Defector podcast, right now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Damn, son, where did you find this? This is Updates with Brandon Newsman, episode 93.5. Y'all, we had a really big episode with LeVar Ball, CJ McCollum, both pulling up, having the interviews, great time in the finals, LeVar, Soothsayer, I have to say what's up to John Heller. Stuart hey, Murphy, the middle hey, names. Come on now, is. don't put them all out there. Donnie Beach, Beach, Beach. You know? <laughs> What's good, sir? What's your middle name, Donnie? It's Glenn. Glenn. That's yes. under, you got two, that's anticlimactic. You got two N's on my finger. I do. G-L-Y-N-N. Okay, okay, okay. Glenn, Glenn, is my middle name. Shouts out to my old Twitter handle, IRJarell. Okay, y'all know I usually do some topics off the top, but we jumping right into the tape. LeVar Ball casually when asked who wins the NBA Finals, says, oh, I got Toronto winning. Okay? It's like, oh, LeVar got Toronto winning? What? Okay. And, and every, the, the this scratch moment happens because everyone runs to go put money on Toronto because LeVar is the soothsayer. And then he continues to speak things into existence. Talk to them, Joy and LeVar. Golden State's got a lot of injuries. Kawhi's playing out of his mind. What do you think happens for the rest of the series? Oh, I already told him that Toronto was going to win. Me too. I already told him Toronto's going to win on the fact that usually when, you, when you, you're at the top, the only thing that can bring you down if you're not healthy. The yeah. dudes are not healthy. When, when the Bulls finally won, when they beat the Lakers, that's because somebody's leg was hurt, I think a hamstring, and a couple of other players was hurt too trying to play. And that's, that's why I was like, the Bulls going to get them. They, I'm not a Warriors fan. I want, um, them to, I want them to break that up. The dynasty's real though, and they actually do have strength in numbers. Like mm-hmm. they've been rolling out whoever, no matter who's hurt, somebody's been going out there and producing. They don't give bad minutes. It's a long okay? series. Uh, but, but it, here, here's the thing: long series, not seven games. They did long. When when something is leaking, you you can put enough to that <laughs> coming down. You say, "Oh, I played that, I played that, man. Yeah, it's yeah, coming yeah, down, yeah. and it is what it is." And no, that's no, normally that's normally how it turns out when it's a changing of mm-hmm. that. And I think the other team is way too big on the fact that they can reach for the ball. What I mean by that, you can have Gasol out there mm-hmm. with that dude Sockham and uh, the other defensive guy to come off the bench. Sockham, uh, Bopham. What's his name? Sir. Most of the guys on that team, on the Toronto team, they started off. To make their name playing defense, right. Van Fleet, he was like, but he could chase you around, mm-hmm. and he could shoot. Kawhi Leonard start on defense. Sabaka start on defense. Gasol mm-hmm. start on defense. All these guys start on defense. Now you know who's going to start shooting good is in one of these big games. Danny Green is going to go off on oh, the yeah, fact yeah. that he shot so raggedy, his percentage is yeah. going to catch up with him. He missed all these shots, and then I'm telling you, he's going to have a game where you're like, man, this dude ain't missing, mm-hmm. and it's just enough. And the dude Van Fleet the same way, yeah. Yeah. couldn't shoot to save his life. Now he had that no, baby. No, you're right about that. Now no, he's like, I yeah. ain't thinking about playing him on my baby here, and it's mine. Oh, shoot, let these go. <laughs> shoot, he ain't missing a three. Yeah. Oh, my God. LeVar does it again. Came through with the entertainment. I know y'all watching the interview. is one of our most uploaded views 
since we've had our own channel on YouTube. Shouts out to the production. Shouts out to the planning. Shouts out to the guests. Shouts out to LeVar for being the first person to use the wall behind him as a prop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that just, is. Episode 93. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's that next oh, level. Man, just just all we're aware all the can we talk about the numbers okay lavar don't lie and need to do the numbers okay he said there's gonna be a game where danny green feels like he don't miss okay he missed some okay let me let's let's, let's really really talk about it okay he said his shooting percentage was going to catch up to him and well in game three where clay was out kevon looney is out kevin durant is out were you gonna say you gonna correct me? I'll say Kevon. No, no, no. You good? I was okay. just gonna say Duran. You just said it. A time where the Warriors had to step up. The rest of the starting five had to do something. But the Raptors, much like the Raptors in Jurassic Park, smelled the blood. They in the kitchen, looking at the window. <laughs> Who in there? Because we coming. Listen, the game never <laughs> felt like it was in the Warriors' hands. It always felt like the Raptors had. A- I don't. I, okay, I go clinch ahead. on. No, no, I, I said I was gonna talk about the numbers, and I went on a tangent real quick. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Like, this is why Lavar was right. Danny Green was six from ten from three, improving his three point shooting percentage in the finals to fifty percent. Green is one of the best three point shooters in NBA history, with forty seven made career threes in the finals, ninth most overall. Danny Green forty seven doesn't seem like that many. <laughs> And how many finals he's been in? He's been there a lot. He's a good player. There, I, I think Lavar Lavar was right about him and Van Fleet though. I, it's the most. It's the most based on attempts. I feel you. So yes. he's very efficient. Now you said you always felt like the Warriors were going to come back. We've seen them go on twenty zero runs, but that's when they have an arsenal. And Steph Curry stepped up, had a huge game, shot a lot more than he usually needs to or has to. By the end, by halftime, he had damn near as many points as the rest of the team. Hmm. And set a record for how many points he scored at a, at half. But the Raptors never put the Warriors away. They literally did. Like they, no, they, they won. They literally put yeah. them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Van Fleet prayer at the buzzer put, ended it in like with three minutes left. But we had we had pushed it to ten. The Warriors were right there. I felt like we were going to come back and win Toronto, the whole time. Toronto ended up shooting forty five percent from three and fifty two percent from the field. And you're saying that they never put the Warriors away. They put. They had. They, well, here's here's what I'll tell you. Every big shot by Curry was silenced by a a shot or possession by the Raptors. They averaged something they did, like one point five points per possession. They they won. They did a great job. The Warriors still could have won that game. The Rockets threw their. I mean, sorry, the Raptors. Freudian yes. slip there. Yeah, no. Uh, the, Rockets not the, there. I think the Raptors threw their best punch, and it mm-hmm. was a pretty good punch. What's it? One hundred twenty three points, something like that. That's yeah. a pretty good punch yes. against Steph Curry. Iguodala, Draymond, Bogut, Boogie, Quinn Cook, yeah. Sean Livingston, whatever's left. But if Clay's back in game four. Did you say Bogey? Bogut, Bogut, and Boogie? Bogut, Bogut, Bogut. And obviously, Boogie's coming back from having a big game, and everyone's talking, overblowing that game a little bit too much. I respect the minutes, and I respect the production, but let, we're talking about DeMarcus Cousins here. And it's like it's like when I play in the rec league, when we play in the, used to play in the rec league together, and I would make my free throws, and everybody would clap. I'm like, hey, if y'all don't oh, chill, that's if y'all don't chill, Act like I act like I make these. This for the other team. If y'all celebrate, the other team gonna know. That's so true. so us celebrating Boogie yeah. scoring ten points felt like a moral victory, and he's coming along. But he's still not used he, to playing those minutes. He had a he had a big impact in game two. 
there's I think there's no denying that even though it was only whatever many points you said it felt like a million to me he had a, he had a great yeah. game his resurgence was complete and now we'll see what else we can do dude th- listen the Ra- the Raptors played a great game yeah. the, wa- the Warriors are the defending champions the Raptors are Canada's only team so when really they, good team yeah the they're great crazy. they're great biggest win in franchise history mm. congratulations think about think about carrying a team to the NBA finals from the east with your play and then the other players on the team actually stepping up and having individual games. You can mess around winning a championship like that. Speaking of LeBron James and championships, let's move on to Steph Curry, who goes off in a loss. Would you rather be the greatest shooter of all time or the greatest player of all time? LeBron James stands, took to Twitter, social media, trolling Steph, basically asking him, how does it feel to have to carry a team? There's a lot of comparisons now to this Steph Curry 2019's NBA Finals Steph Curry dealing with injuries to LeBron James 2015 Finals. Kyrie out. Kevin Love, Spotty, or maybe even out. Uh, uh, There's Tristan, like the big men, all the things happened. Do you think there's any validity in comparing Steph Curry now to LeBron James 2015? I think there's a little bit. Steph had a lot of rebounds last night. Like if you look at Steph's number, it's more like a LeBron number than a usual Steph Curry number, right? It was, like, it was like seven or eight rebounds. Team on the back Seven numbers. or eight assists. Yeah. yeah. What's the um, Westbrook? I got to win this game. Hero ball numbers. Um, I wouldn't quite shooting, say that. Shooting, 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 shooting numbers. Still probably didn't put up as many shots as Russ would in a – regular season game against the Orlando Magic, but I feel you. No, the, there you the, go. The, the comparison's valid, um, but I think that this Warriors team is still better than that Warrior, than the Warriors team that they were fighting against. Fair, so, yes, and I, true. And, and I also don't think that the Raptors – I think you can make that same comparison for the Raptors damn near. The Raptors players have stepped up, like the Della Vadovas of the world stepped right. up. Yes. But it's still Kawhi and four other guys on the floor. So also talking about um, so, stepping up, obviously Danny Green hit those six three-pointers when he had probably only hit six in the playoffs up until that point. It wasn't that bad. Gut but data, was, but yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the gut data shout-out. <laughs> but Danny Green taking his talents for, he got from LeBron James back when he was just the handshake partner back in the day in Cleveland with the block, the chase-down block with Quinn Cook. You saw that play. Maybe a goal 10, but it was a great effort. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Now, I know you guys didn't come here to hear Heller and I talk about the game back and forth. There are many other elements that could be talked about of that game, namely that disrespectful wife of the owner leaning over Beyonce to talk to Jay-Z. You're disrespectful. You, you, you need you, now I hear you're getting some death threats from the beehive I just want to let you know those are empty death threats the beehive there's, there's no sting other than social media if you cut your computer off cut your phone off you good turn off Words the black screen sting sometimes though you know well yeah get away from the black mirror you're you're safe from the beehive they ain't gonna come find you I don't know how many members of the beehive got the means to go pull up on somebody but you're disrespectful don't lean over and I know Jay-Z a billionaire now and, and he he maybe should have nipped that, bud, nipped that in the bud a little earlier y'all been in relationships have you ever dealt with the woman leaning over your lady to talk to you fortunately no not that specific situation but I understand his plight and I wish him nothing but the best <laughs> Man, what yeah, about you Donnie? same I haven't been in that exact situation but I feel like uh Janae probably would have handled it uh, similarly, like a, a face, yes, 
a nudge. Yes. And I, I don't know if I would have handled it. But just like way. looking into the space and thinking with your mind yeah. and showing on your face, like, if this don't get from leaning on me in my outfit that I just posted on Instagram. And let's move it forward. Cal Lowry got pushed by a governor, a, a, an investor, a stakeholder in the Warriors. And it was mad disrespectful and it's getting handled. LeBron James popped off. So people are giving a little bit more energy than it needs to. There's multiple things by the game. I thought there's enough things going on in the game between the lines to talk about that. But those are little ancillary things. And I appreciate those. But, since we were talking about LeBron James 2015 finals, Cleveland, let's stay there. OBJ finally made it to training camp where his teams were there waiting and welcoming him with open arms. Now, we had CJ McComb on the podcast, a big Browns fan. And a huge get for our podcast. Man, it was oh, great having CJ Oh, my CJ gosh. On. Oh, my gosh. Yes. He is yes. a professional podcaster yes. and basketball player. Yes. I, um, there's many Among jokes other things. that I could talk about to say how excited John Heller was, but um, just use your imagination. Matter of fact, put them in the comments. What do you guys think? How excited was Heller to have CJ McCollum on the podcast? Okay, um, sticking there, he made some bold proclama- proclamations, broccoli monopoly <laughs> proclamations, proclamations about what his Browns gonna do next year. Talk to him, CJ. Ooh, honestly. I can't wait. I've been I've been waiting for this for 27 years. I'll be 28 in September. <laughs> I've been waiting for us to be a good team, like not just like a 500 team, but like Super Bowl contender. People think we can win the Super Bowl. I think that's uh, ambitious. I think we got to develop. We got some things we need to work on chemistry. Shouting out people. I think we're going to settle in. Going to get used to having OBJ. As a source. Spread the ball around, all that stuff. But <laughs> I think it's going to take us two years. But I think this year we win, I'd say, nine to ten games. we got a tough schedule. So I, I'd say nine to ten games. Nine games would be, you know, a good year for us. I think ten games is more realistic in terms of us having a, a really good year and being on the cusp of you know, potentially winning the Super Bowl. I think we'll be on the cusp, but I think we win it in the next three years. Y'all, CJ McCollum is crazy. I lo- listen. I love a nice. There's nothing better than a nice take about football from a basketball guy, or a nice take about basketball from a football guy. Shouts out to Greg Jennings. Shouts out to all the people out there spitting knowledge on basketball. Okay, I like Chris Broussard's NFL takes as well. Right? Yeah. But if CJ's Browns win ten games. With that schedule in the AFC North, then they're going to do what a Browns team hasn't done since 2002 and make it to the playoffs. And I think that is a stretch because we have Philman Baker, finally. OBJ is at camp currently complaining about how fast Baker Mayfield throws the ball. This is real. Yeah. This is real. He's not used to the sling. He's not used to the sting. He's not used to the velocity. Like, Baker has a youth and 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 a zespa to his throws that OBJ has to adjust to. And we've seen OBJ drop some passes last year, and he has dropped more passes every year of his NFL career. Gut data fact, I bet it's true. So I think some breaks need to be pumped. I am wearing my Ravens, AFC North. It is our time now. Remember Dak's second year after he had the first breakout year? It was cool. Fine. You know what I mean? They had the they had the playoff run. This was the Browns' version of a playoff run was winning seven games. Let's pump the brakes. But I'm rooting for y'all. I am King Commons. I couldn't do it and snap. There was no rhythm to the thing. 
but I'm can comment. See what I'm saying? We in here. Episode 93, Browns, Lakers, LeVar, oh my, featuring CJ McCollum. Now, we put out the LeVar's back full interview up before anything else. Y'all are attacking it. You're gabbling it up. You're watching it. So, we're going to be in those comments to see what y'all say about LeVar Ball. And guess what? The ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. Okay. This was hilarious. Spencer W. Zachary, he got a deaf grip on the mic. 58 likes. A lot of people responding to that. Uh, I agree. I was I was uh, thrilled when I saw the, the stance. I, I was amused the entire time. Sometimes I had to remember to listen because I was so focused on uh, how white his knuckles were around said mic. Okay, 59 likes now. Up. Welcome back, LeGoat. Amen to that. Great to hear from LeVar. LeVar Ball, true king. This is the best interview by far. Low-key LeVar, great guy. Woo! to work so hard to get where you are to throw it away by wasting your time with this guy again. Good luck. Come on, <laughs> rough stuff. Come on, <laughs> rough stuff. That takes rough stuff. Okay, this person has uh, Goku and Gohan in the com- uh, in the avatar. Already like that? Can someone explain to me the outro? Why did they do that? It's, it's you know, the stuff. It's about, they're talking about the text in and it's, yeah, for your pleasure. Yeah. Okay, we got Savage Driller. First show, I'm a fan now. Great Inside by Joy. He means insight. It's a yes, good comment. Thank yes, you. Welcome yes, to the thank team. You. Welcome. Uh, Big Blue, I appreciate you writing four long sentences for a comment. I ain't got the time right now, so appreciate you. Raymond said, best interview, get Mello on the show. That We had Jello. We did have Jello. We, we got to get Jell-O. Lonzo and we got to get Mello. Goat Varball. He hurt, he wasn't hurt when I when I gave it to him. oh yeah that was a great line he wasn't hurt when I when I gave him to him talking about Lonzo oh. Levar talking about the Lakers yeah. Lonzo yeah. I mean yeah. like, I gave son. you yeah. him <laughs> in one piece he just needed the ball body help this help this man how is Jello better than Zion well, okay so let's play a quick game of things I was too afraid to say to Levar in person okay the um, first one being Zion only having eighteen year old strength is blasphemous. Uh, in, in case I've been watching some like CGI computer generated version of a basketball player for Duke this entire time, like there's no question Zion is stronger and bigger than a percentage of the people in the NBA currently. Where's he at on the bell curve of like 18 year old bodies? Would you say he's in the what percentile would he be in? Would you say 18 uh, year old body percentile, let's call it. Nationwide, five percent, at least, mm. right? Yeah. Nationwide, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Thinking about all the freaks and geeks out there, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. not dunking balls, but yeah. So okay, and then also, also, you know what I mean? There's some other things that I kept my mouth shut with Levar out of uh, out of fear and respect for the brand. Big Ballers, shouts out. There's a lot of people that need to be mentored. True, shouts out. I'm a big baller customer. I didn't. I. Didn't get defrauded. BBB shows goes on Friends. Me neither. I cop that BBB. What show goes on Friends? What does that mean? BB, yeah. The BBB the BBB show goes on. Friends. The show goes on. Oh. Yeah. See, how you gonna miss a stage term? On. Comma. I missed a comma. That's okay. I was missing yeah. a comma. Right. Fox will call Lonzo and say, mm, "Damn." <laughs> Crying, laughing at that. Excalibur came in with the double comment. We're not using one of them. The other one, another point, hey, LeVar, how you going to fix global warming? Put my three sons together. 
How you gonna fix world peace? Put my three sons together. <laughs> now I I That's do good. seem like listen. There is a magic with putting them to the, the three sons together that we don't know about. So until we see what happens, and Lavar is made a I was gonna say made a liar, but he's never that like made into Fall a online. truth ain't here yet. You know what I'm saying? If the truth ain't here yet, Lavar said it. It just ain't here yet. You know what I'm saying? Wait for the three sons to get together somewhere. And you never know what's going to happen. I, Fix the world peace. I like this theory from Excalibur that LeVar is, in fact, Captain Planet. I feel like that's oh, good. Oh, yes. LeVar is Captain Planet. I do. I do like materials. it. Yeah. Yeah. Jello's Earth. Mellow's <laughs> Wind. And Lonzo's Fire. I mean. You know what I mean? We got to get, just get that elements. Photoshop going. These powers combined. <laughs> I am LeVar Ball. If you got a raggedy-ass trainer, everybody's going to get hurt. Another great bar by LeVar. It's the truth. Uh, <laughs> OMG, a bunch of Believer Ball stuff says, who are these people? Someone liked it. It's the mother effing Maybe I'm Crazy podcast with Joy Taylor and Brandon Newman coming to you on Tuesdays and Friday mornings for the update. We in here. We out here. Digital streaming platforms. We thank y'all for listening. Go listen to the episode with LeVar Ball and CJ McCollum. Browns, Lakers, LeVar, oh my, on YouTube, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud. Maybe one of those devices. We, we just, we Maybe one of those devices of your friends, and in too. Here and, 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 yeah, tell your friends about us. We love y'all. We in here. I don't, even, I don't want to say bye yet. You know what I'm saying? There's so much more than to when say. When you go over to someone else's just, house, just like, go to their SoundCloud page, or actually probably Spotify, whatever yeah, they got, start, whatever platform they got, go to that and just play it and see what happens. Start, you don't always need music. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the, the podcast is perfect. You can tune in, tune out, but we need those minutes, so play it. Please. And uh, just, just, just subscribe. Just subscribe. We love y'all. We are, actually, one more thing I want to say, because then. I know I was just playing with y'all. Y'all go ahead and have a good old weekend. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be out here in here. We'll make sure you make sure to make sure you make sure to make sure to check out all the social media content. You know what I'm saying? We might be out here in the streets these weekend. Hi. Ha <laughs> <laughs>